Hi guys, it is I, Evil Giant, and welcome back to a brand new episode of the most evil, villainous, can't say his words properly, podcast, anime podcasters. Today, I am here with Hotshot Ginger. How's it going, buddy? Uh, yeah, my first pick is Giant Music of Anime <laughs> Podcasters. For forcing me back into I, I, anime podcasters. <laughs> I, I didn't say the topic. I didn't say the topic. You said villainous, <laughs> and I'm picking you as a villain. <laughs> and RG, how are you? I'm doing evil today. Whatever that means. How, how did you feel when, you, when you're evil, Jayanne? Explain that to me. I feel like podcasting about anime. Okay, let's... Let's let's be straight with the audience. We're talking about anime villains. We're rehashing a good old list topic here. We got two picks each and one honorable mention. Some of the greatest anime villains to ever be evil on anime. Do we have a volunteer who wants to just set the stage? Who's got the worst villain amongst us? Who's got the worst villain? Well, like I said, I have giant music, so arguably... <laughs> Yeah, why don't you start, Giant? You can go first, Hot Giant. <laughs> All right, cool. Giant Music. You see, he's a Canadian that forces you to podcast. Yeah, but no, yeah, no. And your first no official I, pick? You guys, you guys know me well enough, like you guys and the audience. You know I can't go more than three episodes without mentioning One Piece in one form <laughs> or another. So, yeah. So I'm going to go with the One Piece villain Blackbeard or Marshall D. Teach. Do either of you guys know who that is offhand? I do. You do? I do. Because okay. I actually researched these things before coming on here. That's I fair. know of Blackbeard. This guy does not seem well. Oh, he is not. On any sort of level. He is not, he is not. at all. Uh, <laughs> dude, I just, like, is he basically, like, just, like, I will lie to you, I will attack you, and I will install fear into you. Like, that's what I'm getting from this character. It kind of is, yeah, because uh, there's actually a really popular fan theory that he's just three separate people. Like, basically, he has three separate personalities. Oh. He has his adventurous right. goofball side, his world domination side, and his murderous side. So it's... the. I mean, our first interaction with him is meeting him when he's eating next to Luffy. And he's just eating. He's not like causing a tr causing a scene. He's not trying to fight him. He's just there eating, and they're talking about the Legend of One Piece. But then, mm, okay, like he seems super friendly. But then when they go outside, it just he just starts laughing out of nowhere, and they just say that's not the same guy. Like just throwing that out there. But he also is a former member of Whitebeard's crew. Before betraying them and running away, he almost killed Ace. He stole Whitebeard's devil fruit. He is not a good guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm seeing here major battles on his wiki page, and he's bro, he's fought everyone. <laughs> yeah, no, he, he really has. Which is really terrifying because his his devil fruit is the black hole fruit, which can suck in anything, but it increases mm. the damage you take like five times. So if someone were to punch oh. you in the face and you had this fruit, it would hurt five times as bad. So his phys his physical defense oh, really? is almost okay. nothing, but he can just stand there and take it. Okay. Damn. I mean, for me, this type of character seems like one that is... Like, 
okay, maybe I'm wrong when I say this, but I feel like he's a Frieza. Like, I feel like he's re very reoccurring. That's what I'm getting from, like, what I'm scrolling through. I don't think he has more than one arc, right? Yes, he does. He is, uh, he is currently okay. one of the four emperors of the sea. He is one of the big bad mm. guys and probably Luffy's most direct threat right now. What Interesting. Is, why doesn't he okay. have all his teeth? Okay, very cool. Very cool. Why doesn't Do he have all his teeth? All those teeth? Because he's, uh, <laughs> I mean, he's a pirate. It's very popular, like, in olden times of pirates that they probably didn't have the best dental care because, you know, they're pirates. And Oda wanted to make him, like, more demeaning and more, like, threatening, not friendly looking, really. And he's been on the seas since he was a kid. So he hasn't really gone to the dentist, I imagine. Mm, I think it's because it was easier to draw. What do you think, Jayan? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just an aesthetic thing. Um, Hacha, I, I got a, like a bit of a inside nerd question for you here about this character. Would he have appeared in the PS2 game One Piece Grand Adventure or not? Grand Adventure. like later on in the series? He might at least be yeah. a cameo because he does appear before the Grand Line. He appears on the East Blue. Okay. So, because this game is the one One Piece reference I really have. Like, I played this game more than I watched the series. And it released in 2006. So, was he around then? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah? Okay. Oh, wait. No, Scorpio. Well, they met him before that. Oh, wait. They might have only met him on the Grand Line. My bad. But he, they should have still arrived. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, okay. I see, I see, I see. All right. Yeah, the game came out in 2006. Is that um do you think he was around? Like how how old of an of a villain is he in the series? He's is he one of the OGs? Pretty, he's he's pretty early on. Like I'm pretty sure he's one of the first steps before they uh or after they make it across the grand line. Like they haven't even met VV or anything like that yet. And I'm pretty sure they meet him pre-grand line they might meet him on the east blue i don't remember exactly when because uh over a thousand episodes is a lot to remember <laughs> <laughs> of course of course of course of course um yeah okay fair enough uh rg is there anything else you want to add if not we can go to your first first pick bro uh, i don't really know about this character uh, all i know is like he's missing some teeth and he has a black beard so but i really like that you mentioned his power i didn't know that they had some cool power like that in one piece i uh speaking of his power i will actually say one thing yeah in uh in the one piece world uh you can have one devil fruit and you lose your ability to swim having yeah. anything past that will kill you Blackbeard has two. Sure. He is the only character to have two devil fruits. Oh, that's awesome. I, 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 that, that was one thing I was thinking. I was like, what happened if you eat two devil fruits? It will literally rip you apart from the inside. Like the sea itself will kill you. No, no, no. What, what really, in the canon One Piece, what actually happens is that you grow a black beard and you lose your teeth. Like, come on. <laughs> like, we all know this. This is like common information. Like, I don't even watch One Piece and I know this. You know, like, if you eat two devil fruits, clearly you become Blackbeard, right? Like, l l like just, just like logically speaking, Hotshot, right? I'm correct. This is a factual statement, right? You know what? Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry I forgot such a crucial detail of a world that I know most and you know nothing. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm out of place. It's okay. It's okay. I forgive you. Ha <laughs> RG, I, I, damn, I really want to keep my seriousness and then just transition to RG, but I couldn't. <laughs> That's <All right>. amazing. <laughs> it's a multi-S middle mark or... Um, Oh, yeah, we cannot. I cannot say her real name because her name changed, and yeah, and it's kind of a curse. 
Um, so have you seen or heard a little bit of Shield the Hero? I've heard the name, yes. Tell cool. me more about the So uh, basically storyline, Isekai, guy's power is a shield, shield sounds kind of useless, blah, blah, blah. People don't like him. And he, uh, everybody uh, don't like him for certain reasons, except this one girl uh, with red hair. And she's like, she, she helps him. They develop a really beautiful relationship. And, and then at the worst moment, she betrays him and she accuse him of doing unspokable things to her in front of the king and the whole kingdom. So what happened is, yeah, like, well, he gets like betrayed, he got no money, he gets kicked out, and he's, uh, he's, he's a little bit mad. And um, yeah, she keeps trying to put him down over all the, the, all, the, all the TV shows. And why I put her into this list, it's because at a certain point, you can see the protagonist have a, having his um, his revenge. I don't know if you ever heard of this of this of this scene. I haven't. But this is more of a hotshot uh, territory. I think. <laughs> yeah, I've I've no, I've known of the story of the Rising Shield hero, but I still haven't sat down and watched it. But I, it's been on my list for roughly a year. <laughs> I mean, so it's I do desperately good. I do desperately want to watch it. I just haven't yet. <laughs> I mean, it's a solid like six, seven out of ten. It's not, it's not bad. What was you gonna say? There were uh, to be, to be fair. There's two. There's two isekai that I really want to watch, and that's one of them. And the other one is uh, Overlord. All right. So yes, Overlord. <laughs> I actually know that one. Yeah, Overlord but, is pretty good. Um, yeah. What I was gonna say yep. is, uh, what's the most evil thing about this character? Like, if you had to like, if you had to only choose one thing about how evil this character is. What would it be and why? Um, I guess that even when she got caught about her lying to the whole kingdom, she never told the truth. And and when she's in, like, once she's like she's in danger and everything, she will use by any means. She will try to sacrifice everyone to try to get an advantage or just survive and not being in danger. So I think this is like one of the worst things about her but also like she doesn't feel any remorse for all of her action i just really put her there because she got puts in her places and uh, let's just say without spoiling hotshot mm. that she gets uh robot what is the action to give you a new name robotize uh, you know, like with the church and everything. I know it doesn't matter. So at the end, her baptize, baptize. Yeah, she gets baptized again, and her new name is now the is now the B word. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> so oh, wow. so right. everybody well, needs to call that's her that. That's an isekai show for you, huh? <laughs> oh, that's an idea that's out of the ordinary. That's an isekai show for you. All right. So what about you, Jayanne? What I is gotta, your first? I got Yeah. Thank you. My first pick, okay, I only picking this character because there's a DLC that came out and it heavily featured this character. And uh, I just like am a, f a huge fan. I forgot how badass this character was, basically. This character only has one arc in its anime, but uh, I think it's one of the gr greatest. Uh, I I'm talking about King Piccolo, the great demon King Piccolo. And that is a canon name, so I'm not I'm not capping when I say that. <laughs> um, he's basically the main antagonist of the his own saga, the King Piccolo saga. Um, and the reason why I love this character is because he just goes from just being this old, raggedy-looking Namekian to just, like, becoming an enraged powerhouse that, like, 
gets after Tien, everything. And the only thing that stops this character is a great fist through the stomach by Kid Goku. And I think it was Kid Goku's greatest battle. It's it's against King Piccolo. He, after that, obviously births a uh, younger uh, Piccolo. But Piccolo Jr., I guess, is, is, the, is the way to say it. But he really runs the, the art for a while. And, like, you know, the guy created his own day. King Piccolo Day. It's in the middle of May. I, I don't remember what specific day it is, but like you're, you got to be pretty evil if you're gonna destroy every every town and then be like, "Hey, yo, by the way, this day we're gonna celebrate it <laughs> and remember what I did to you guys." Like he's really one of those types of characters that rubs it in uh, the um, in the wound like with salt and everything. Uh, obviously, he faces off against uh, uh, with Roshi, and uh, Roshi attempts the Mafuba wave and. He uh, escapes that, you know. So he has some strong, um, some strong um, moments that I loved, uh, and he definitely, like, I feel like, was the best Dragon Ball pre Dragon Ball Z villain. It's King Piccolo for me. King Piccolo, uh, what a badass character. I, I mean, you guys both know this character, so I, I feel like I'll start with you, Hotshot. Uh, what do you think about? Unfortunately, this as far as King Piccolo goes, I don't know as much about him as I should. Because uh, last time I watched classic Dragon Ball, I didn't get all the way through. But even if even if you've only watched Z, you know King Piccolo, being Piccolo's dad, yeah, was evil, tyrannical. Basically, he was dra- the original Dragon Ball's Frieza, and that's really what he was. Because back then they were demon and not slug people. So knowing that he wanted to basically vaporize all of mankind or make servants of, I don't really know his end goal. But he was the first actual physical threat. Because up until now, we've really just had to deal with Pilaf. And, uh, the Red Ribbon. Yeah. King Piccolo is quite a jump from Pilaf. And that is also the yeah, origin the of my... Well. Yeah. That is also the origin of my favorite Dragon Ball move, which is the Great uh, Great Fist, or Great Ape Fist, <laughs> and then later translated to the Dragon Fist. That is my favorite Dragon Ball move. Yes. It's a it's a bad it's the original one punch, bro. <laughs> it really is because you get hit with that, yeah, no, you're 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 done. <laughs> you're not getting up. It's Salva. RG, uh, what are your thoughts on uh, King Piccolo? Uh, my question is, isn't it like all the evil protagonist, not protagonist, but all the evil character in Dragon Ball, their goal to destroy the earth? Like, w- why did he want it to destroy the earth again? Because <laughs> he's evil. <laughs> I mean that that's really about the extent of it, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm just like saying I'm just saying like like he's like he's a, he's a cool character. I really love the how uh, the fight went, uh, like how what Goku used to try to kill him and like what it meant also for what it brings another really good character as uh, Piccolo or ordinary Piccolo. But I was just starting to remember I was like why was he evil? Why did he want to destroy the world? Like ain't no one did nothing to him. And Namekian from their 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 uh, planets are usually pacifics, so I'm like, hmm, good good story, greatest villain, hmm, not for me. <laughs> no, fair enough, fair enough. I think I, I still think he he holds his own in in, in Dragon Ball. You, you uh, I think what we need to understand here, RG, is that this villain came at a point where 
Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Super, all of these like phenomenal evolutionary versions of Dragon Ball were not out yet, you know? So at the time, King Piccolo, you know, being able to survive the Mafuba wave from Roshi, taking down Tien, um, like summoning a, uh, uh, other uh, demons to like kill off uh, Krillin, destroying a lot of cities. Like he did a lot of damage. He's, he's definitely a significant villain. I understand he's not necessarily your cup of tea, but like for me, it's about the accomplishments. It's how far he god and like if you have an arc named the king piccolo arc like i mean this guy's significant this guy definitely did a lot and i, I think he's definitely like an arguable greatest anime villains mm -hmm. right i think it's i think you're, you're totally right on everything it's just like for me i don't like villains that are are villains because they're villains like they need like to have like a decent motivation like uh, blackbeard has like i never see the siri but he wants the one piece he wants to roll with domination i can roll with that no, I guess, I guess, I guess the two, two each their own. Fair enough. Um, Hotshot, let's go to your second and last pick. Okay, so then hopefully, RG, you'll like uh, my pick more then. Um, <laughs> although this is a pick that you've never seen. You've never met this guy. I know. Because you didn't know that you could cut down trees in Pokemon. <laughs> so... <Oopsie. laughs> Oh, we're back. Ouch. All right. Go ahead. Continue. <laughs> so one of the most iconic anime villains out there, Giovanni, the leader of Team Rocket. Also the eighth Dude. gym leader in classic Pokemon. Dude, you have picked a great, great pick. That is, that is a villain. Well, this guy is nothing but a villain, bro. Like, please proceed with your pick, but bro, I'm so happy you, you selected this character. I was just, Giovanni is the, since he is the leader of Team Rocket, he has organized his own crime syndicate dedicated to kidnapping and stealing and selling Pokemon across the world all for to fill their own pockets to basically have their own global market on Pokemon. Like if you want any mm -hmm. kind of Pokemon, you have to buy it from Team Rocket. That is what their end goal is. And to have that kind of control around the world and keep the strongest Pokemon for themselves, that is what he wants. Like he is the one who found the experimentation of Mewtwo and trained him to tr hone and control his powers. All for the purpose of trying to control Mewtwo himself. Which, yeah, it didn't work. But he could have had a powerhouse of a Pokemon. Arguably, like, the world's strongest Pokemon on his side at his command. That is that is terrifying. That is power. <laughs> that is a huge power. And, and I gotta say, I look at Giovanni. I'm thinking conniving. I'm thinking underhanded. I'm thinking I'm not trusting this guy with one Pokeball. I'm thinking... Like, just pure evil vibes. That's what you get from this character. Like, he runs uh, the Team Rocket with, like, an iron fist. And he... And the, the concept of, of the Team Rocket, um, where they try to, like, basically get all get out all the Pokemon in, in, in a very simple term. There's obviously more to it than that. Um, does it so well, I feel like. And and when you play the, the, the Game Boy games, like... And he, like, I think he, like, the, does little slight appearances here and there. You kind of have an allure of who he is. Like, he's built up so well throughout the storyline as well, which is not something you see for a lot of villains in Pokemon, I feel like. But he's 
He's great. He's great. I, I think uh, a fantastic pick, Hotshot. Seriously, like, uh, I'm a fan of the Game Boy game. games. I, I do want to point out one thing. Yeah, the yeah. Game Boy, uh, what's that? Classic Pokemon was Game Boy. They had Pokemon on Game Boy. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't the game when. <laughs> I'm sorry. Continue. I do want to point out one thing from uh, the manga that Giovanni does. He does step in and help Red, but to basically give off a facade that like I'm. I'm a friend. I'm here to help. But the second that Red leaves, the uh, the opponents that were fighting him, Giovanni froze with uh, one of his Pokemon. But the second Red leaves, he shatters and kills him. Damn, that's cold. Like he, yeah. <laughs> it, 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 you son of a. I think I saw him a little bit. Like you did that on purpose because <laughs> you did that on purpose because I mentioned ice. <laughs> Actually, no. <laughs> I'm not good enough in okay. English to do that. that. No, that's that was pure, that was pure coincidence. That's cold. When I mentioned that he froze them solid. Uh, brother, you hear my accent? I'm not good enough to make those kind of puns, but uh, I appreciate the compliment. Um, by the way, I see. I think I've ever <laughs> take the compliment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I. By the way, doesn't this guy? I think I saw him in movie or maybe someone else. Doesn't like he create like some Pokeball that even if you already have catch your own Pokemon, he can use this Pokeball to make your Pokemon his own? That wasn't Giovanni, but that is a snag ball that you can uh, capture another trainer's Pokemon and steal it oh, and snag him, essentially. I, I thought it was him. Well, on the, on the other side, yeah. I really like his design. I think his design, like, by his name, by his outfit, and even his manner, you can see that they were really heavily inspired by the Italian Mafia, don't you think? Yeah, that's kind of what I yeah, get I the vibes I got that of, vibe yeah. Like, with yeah. him petting Persian the way he does, just ominously sitting behind, like, either the Mafia or, like, a James Bond villain or, like, anything of that kind of regard. That's the kind of villain vibes I get from Giovanni. Yeah, yeah. Good villain. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Um, there is an energy resemblance between Giovanni and your next pick, especially when this character, like evolves in your pick i really feel like I, i'm seeing a certain parallel here and, and that's why I i'm kind of inserting this this uh comment here what's your second pick rg <laughs> when you said like that like the same like energy the same energy it was like it's because they're both gemini you know <laughs> all that and all that stuff uh, <laughs> uh so my second pick is actually from the greatest hero to one of the best war criminal of this entire universe is uh, Eren Jaeger from Attack on Titans. Have you have you catch up a little bit from for um, for the last seasons of, of of Attack on Titan, guys? You giant first. Not at all. I'm all caught up. You're all, all caught up. Okay, hot shot. Well, hot shot. Yeah, um, I am. I'm all caught up. I, I've, I've given up. I've I'll given up. Okay. <laughs> all right. I was like, it's like spoiler, but like not too much of a spoiler alert. Um, he becomes the, the he becomes the final boss. Um, he's uh, he's basically for guys who don't know and doesn't want to get too much spoil. Um, he's gonna destroy the whole world uh, for his dreams and his goal, but like every single person. And he's not going to stop until everyone is dead. So, yeah, I think uh, that's... And, been, and also in the anime, you see uh, his titan form crushing and destroying every building and living thing. Yeah, I think it's, uh, it's kind of a good villain. It's, it's, he's kind of evil now. <laughs> oh, he's a total villain. He is... Um, like, okay, I'll, I'll try to 
for hotshot sakes here and anyone else who hasn't seen any like past season one like imagine remember hotshot in season one when Aaron was like I'm gonna destroy all the titans remember that energy <laughs> and that anger he had yep now it's reverse okay. imagine that Exa- imagine that times a hundred and now into the, instead of titans it's everything else <laughs> <laughs> that's where <Yep>. we're at <laughs> this guy like one of the biggest switch ups in like anime history I'm telling you right now from at least from my from what I know he his plan with the rumbling and basically like just being the attack titan and having like another uh, I know he has multiple titans with him himself he right. he had for, uh, for, for the One Piece fans he's had more than one devil for yeah. okay? <laughs> <laughs> this guy is destructive uh, uh, horrifying uh, scary uh can literally, I remember like seeing him like on not even a, in a Titan form, like just as a human. He can like lift ship, ship, uh, ships. Pardon me, uh, literally like a Marley, a Marleyan ship. He just raises it and he's like, "I'm gonna carry this now." It's ridiculous. He becomes like a, just a tank, like a nuke, and he destroys everything. And at this point, as we're recording, the anime, it's like basically the final effort against. Aaron, I'm not going to spoil if he succeeds or not because I, I actually read a bit further on, but he's the final boss and he's horrible and he's, ugh, dude, like, he's a great villain. He's just a great villain. He's a great also, villain. Also, yeah, and what I like is like he obtains certain kind of power that would make him um, available, not available, able to control the other titans. I mean, like, not the, the small titans that are mindless, but the titans that the people that have like titan power he could like disable the or control these powers but he decides to not do it even though he's the villain and he could on the on following his own principle that he pushed during the whole show about freedom you like every one time he said you have the freedom to, i have the freedom to do whatever i want and you have the freedom to try to stop me this is like this is everything I wanted. This is not the direct quote, but it's basically what he said. And also, Hotshot, like I know you haven't been there, like because it's a lot of seasons before. But now, now his face, you know that face that you do after like a long day of work, and you're like, I can't wait for all of this to be over. That's Aaron Yeager. <laughs> he looks depressed all the time, and he's like, you know what? <laughs> no more nine to five for everyone now. It's all over. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> no more anything for anyone now. Yeah, Aaron was edgy enough as is. We don't need him depressed now, too. <laughs> he was already angry. Oh, uh, no, he's no, he's no, he's, de- no, he's, shot. he's more angry. I he's depressed. Totally forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I totally forgot this one scene I want to point out to Hotshot. I know how much you hate Armin. There was like this one moment in the anime when like Armin and Aaron are sitting across the table from each other, and it's like Armin just trying everything to basically reason for with Aaron to be like don't do this like don't don't go ahead with 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 what you're thinking of doing and then Aaron just kicks the crap out of Armin like multiple times and I know how much you hate Armin and I think like had you watched that you would you, you would have uh, you would have enjoyed that specific <laughs> yeah scene. you got his ass beat. honestly the only re- honestly the only reason I hated Armin was because in the game he was ass and he was who I had to use <laughs> And the only thing that he was good at was commanding everyone else. And they were all on a time down. Right, right. Fair enough, fair enough. I just wanted to, I don't know, I just felt like pointing uh, pointing that out. Uh, I'm going to go uh, to my pick, if if I may. Is this, uh, is this cool with you guys? I authorize it. Perfect. Okay. So, my final pick, I'm talking about 
someone that's really as not as significant um, as any other uh, villain that we brought up on the, on this episode. But I think that he's definitely one that had a, a big impact. It's good. This is gonna be a short pick because I know you guys haven't gone this far uh, in the um, in the oh, specific series. Uh, giant. So from uh, Samurai Champloo. Yeah, yeah, I finished everything. I finished every everything. I finished all the mango. I know everything. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, perfect. So from Samurai Champloo, I'm picking Karia Kage Toki. Hot shot, twenty five dollars. If you can say that right now, one shot, go. Toki. Kage. Perfect. Okay, he is an elite samurai. Okay, and he's basically the last boss type character he basically goes after uh gene and mugen and he he gets the he, he's a really good fighter he basically i don't want to say he he gets rid of them but he poses a big battle and he's able to like i remember i think mugen's like off the island and he's able to like get the best of mugen but mugen like comes back essentially I loved this character because it was the first time in the series where I felt like the two uh, main characters, the two main fire fighters, uh, Jean and um, and uh, Mugen, actually had like a proper challenge in front of them. Um, there's really not much else to say about them. He does get... Uh, I'm going to spoil it because I know Hotch is never going to watch this. He does get defeated. But I just really enjoyed him for his like his combat like how good of a samurai he he was it's not necessarily like his his um personality or anything he didn't even speak that much it's just how efficient he was with the blade you see what I, i'm basically hot shot i guess what i'm saying is i'm picking this character because he is a good fighter like i i just respect a really good fighter and he just had the he was the one to like put up the best challenge against uh, the main characters of the series. So what would you say would be his uh, most iconic fight, if not his last? Like, would you say his first oh, I mean, appearance he only has the two fights. The, he only has the two? So basically, he only has the two fights. He has the one main fight with Mugen on the, off the island before they go to the final part of the series. And then he has one final fight against Gene. And I just remember that the only way Gene gets the better of this character is that he uh, uses a, a, a suicide sword technique to try to defeat him. And he it's like this type of technique that like has a super high risk, but like it, it's like if you get it, it destroys your enemy in one, in one move. Um, and he manages to get the better of him. So he, we basically, it's really cool because it's the type of character that really pushes the main characters to the their, their limits. So yeah, basically, that's basically all I uh, I wanted to add regarding that. Um, let's go to uh, honorable mentions. Uh, RG, who's uh, one random character, one villain that you want to like mention? All right. I mean, you probably didn't lose his character if you're not living under a rock. I'm talking about a Shoe Tucker. Shoe Tucker, what a weird name. Who's Who's that? Well, he's the man from Full Metal Alchemist that he um, for for continuing to receive money from the states uh, decided to mix his beautiful daughter and his beautiful dog together to create a chimera uh, that uh, <laughs> repeats the main character's name before yearning for death. He's uh, truly evil to do that to his own children and also his ex-wife a year or two uh, earlier on. <laughs> okay, right on. And what about you, Hotshot? Uh, my honorable mention is Clayman from that time I was reincarnated as a slime. 
Clayman is the first major antagonist that Rimuru and his, uh, the Tempest Federation faces. And honestly, when he gets what's coming to him, it is super satisfying. Like, that, yeah, that's really all I'll go. Otherwise, I'll talk about him all day, probably. <laughs> <laughs> no, for sure. For sure. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm picking uh, Muzan from uh, Demon Slayer. I mean... He's basically the king of demons. He's a huge villain. Better than my last pick for sure, but I didn't. I just, I, I don't know. I just felt like going uh, kind of off the grid a little bit with my last pick. Um, he runs Demon Slayer like no other. He is an, a fantastic villain who really has too many opportunities to, to, to get better and better and better. And, and it's the kind of villain you easily root against. I'm just going to leave it at that. If you haven't watched Demon Slayer, watch Demon Slayer. Uh, fantastic villain. All right. Let's uh, wrap it up uh, one more time. So the picks were as follows. We had King Piccolo and Karia Kagetoki. How do you say that, Hotshot? Karia Kagetoki. Ah, close enough. And then we had Hotshot with Clayman and Blackbeard. RG with uh, Multi S and Aaron. Perfect. All right. So for myself, RG and Hotshot, this has been another episode of... Anime Podcasters. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Hey, guys. Hotshot here. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Anime Podcasters. We have over a 100 other episodes for your entertainment found wherever podcasts are available, such as Spotify. We also release new episodes twice a month, so keep an ear out for us. You can follow the podcast at Anime Podcasters on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Giant Music's YouTube channel. Giant himself can be found on social media at Giant Music, as well as his own website, GiantMusic.com. Kyo, our artist for the podcast, can be found on Twitter and YouTube at GoProKyo, as well as his website, ccartgalleryportfolio.com. As for me, Hotshot, you can find me on YouTube and Twitter at HotshotGinger. As always, guys, thanks for listening to us. Hope to talk to you soon. Take care.